Hello, everybody. We are so happy that you came to join us for Free Fall Friday. We know you are going to have a good time. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. (laughs) What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up, Insane (laughs) Rhetoric? What's good? What's good? What's good? You already know the world is upside down and we're trying to make it right side up. So what's happening? Woo! <laughs> Good morning. How you doing? Oh my God. <sighs> you know, that's my, that's my, uh, I'm out the woods running for some slaves. Woo! <laughs> uh-uh. 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 I don't know, y'all. I don't know what's wrong with him. Why he's starting the show like that every 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 Saturday morning? I I guess he he excited or something. Hey man, listen, <laughs> it's good to be an insane rhetoric because this is an insane show. So you never know what you're gonna get this morning. So what's good, sister? What's yanking? What's happening? How you doing? I'm doing good. Like I say all the time, I'm everything good in my neighborhood. I've been busy. So. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. And you we ain't trying to pay nobody. We ain't trying to pay nobody. We ain't got no money. Starbucks. No money. Starbucks. We need you. Coming yeah. Starbucks. Insane rhetoric. Yeah. Come on, Starbucks. Starbucks. Insane rhetoric. It sounds good. Because you got to be half crazy to drink some of this coffee. That stuff will have you on 10 and have you motivated. Okay. Oh, Starbucks. Oh, here, here, this is my shameless plug right here. Okay, Dunkin' Donuts. Hey. Dunkin' Donuts is the deal. Okay. Dunkin' Donuts. We need Dunkin' Donuts too. Dunkin' Donuts has the best jelly and glazed donuts that I didn't had in a long time. And you know, like if I'm not mistaken, Dunkin' Donuts is still everywhere in Canada. You you couldn't go to Canada without bumping into a Dunkin' Donuts. So you so you know what? If I tell you, I don't eat jelly donuts a lot, but if I tell you, I decided to walk on the wild side. Oh Lord. And eat a jelly donut at Dunkin' Donuts. It was so good. It was 
it was so good, y'all. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was so good. It was good. Which, which you, did you have the uh, raspberry feel feeling? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's the, <laughs> that's the truth. It's the truth for real. It is. Anybody know but anybody from Dunkin' Donuts? Just tell them we be on here just really just repping them. They oh, yeah, because y'all y'all like I say, man, they like they got this sugar donut that's just like the deal. Wait a minute. One day I walked in there, they had a sour cream donut. A sour cream donut. Oh, it was good though. Like sour cream? It was so what they do is they mix just like sour sour cream cake, like you put a little sour cream into the batter. Oh, okay. <sighs> really? I'm going to have to find the Dunkin' Donuts and try that, dude. They don't have they, it all the time. Oh. Uh, t- they were like, no, we didn't bake those. Baker didn't bake those today. What? Oh. Uh, yeah, start requesting them then. Yeah. I don't know why we talking about Dunkin' Donuts, y'all. We, that man, for real. Maybe we like, hungry. Sure. I Clearly, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I I seen uh Idris Elba, hope I pronounced his name right, in the news. Uh and uh his daughter was a little uh stank from not getting a role in uh Yeah, she was salty. She was salty. So what's what's up problem? You can't get everything you want. So okay, yeah, so and if you didn't do a good read, good, guess what? The director ain't gonna pick you up no matter who your daddy is. Okay, well, so okay, so Ken Paxton. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean Will Pack, Will Packer. Will I'm Packer. sorry. Ken yeah. Paxton, that's a different person. Yeah. Okay. That oh, that's that fool here in Texas. Okay, listen, <laughs> Will Packer. Will Packer, the you know, the drama, the Oscars, the mm-hmm. the black director, Will Packer. All right, the guy, the man, yeah, no, the, the doubt, no doubt, he does okay. his thing, yeah. Him. Okay, so there's this new movie coming out called, it's starring Idris Elba called Beast. Mm-hmm. And the way he described it was, so somebody came up with the pitch. It's Jaws with a lion instead of a shark. Okay. Okay. This that that's the way it was described. Okay. Okay. So, so he's this guy. He's out in Africa with his with his family, and he got to save his family from the from the beast. Okay. So stop right there. So like years ago, there used to be uh, a movie called Ghost in the Dark. You ever heard of it? Yeah. So it was about three South African lions that was going around South Africa. They were man eaters that were killing everybody in the in the in the village. So okay. <laughs> so this this hasn't been done. It, this has been done before. So okay. <laughs> I don't know if it was going to be that good because what's that? What's that? Was that Val Kilmer? That was in, he was in Tombstone. Val Kimmer was in Tombstone. I think he was also in Ghost in the Dark as one of the hunters. Yeah. So, okay. Beast. Okay. Beast. So, she she read for the part. Right? Mm-hmm. And of his daughter. 
Idris okay. Elba's daughter read for the part of his, his daughter, daughter mm -hmm. in the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so she didn't get the part. Now, Idris Elba, he's coming to his acting. So, like, you know, he had to get what he had to get on his own. So, like, he he didn't he didn't spare his daughter when it came to whatever needed to be done and driving her in this <clears throat> audition. And then the director and Will Packer and Idris Elba, they really close friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. Idris Elba been in a lot of stuff that uh that uh Will Packer has directed. Right. Like six movies, I think. Right. Anyway, so she was she apparently she they said she was good. Will Packer and Idris Elba, they said she was good. She was really good. But mm -hmm. The chemistry of a father and a daughter Ain't in same. person doesn't necessarily translate the way it needs to translate on the, on the film. Right. Right. The I chemistry know. was good and <clears throat> there were some things in there that she did and that he did that warranted that kind of chemistry. Like, it was some stuff that went well right. with you know, this fear and this terror of this lion and all of that and him taking care of her. There were some things that did work well, but the chemistry wasn't exactly what the film needed. So they didn't cast her. Okay. So she was in her feelings about it. But they, listen, listen, first of all, Will Packer had to give her the bad news. Her daddy didn't give her the bad news. Will Packer had to give her the bad news. I, and, and as well as he should. As being he the, the director. director. He should the give director. her the bad news. You know what I'm saying? I, just because I'm your daddy and we on the same, we reading for the same uh, different roles in the same movie, don't mean I'm supposed to deliver the information to you. First of all, like, like, like I said, you know, everybody, it ain't just about white privilege. It's about white and black privileges when people have made it to that they they have that name has made it to that that platform. So just because I'm doing something in in a movie don't mean my daughter gets rights to do what I'm doing in a movie if she ain't putting in the work. So that's life. So move on. Like yeah. you know, I'm not gonna pull strings for you because. I am who I am, and you are trying to be who you are. That, right. No, no, I'm not going to do that because that don't learn. That don't give you a life lesson. You know what I'm saying? It, it that that yeah. makes you just just have something because of my name, but you ain't building nothing for your own success in your name. That no, right. it don't work like that. Now, granted, white people do that all the time with their children. Cool. Hey, 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 hey. They do it all the time. We ain't even gonna lie. They will pull strings and get it done, you know. But some of them will not. Some of them will not. But but for the most part, black people don't do that. We don't know. Man, you we, we had to grind. You got to grind because we know we don't hand children pretty much nothing like that. Some of us do. Most of us don't. We feel like you don't work for what you want. Simple. Well. So, uh, what's his name? John Paul Washington. John. Mm -hmm. Okay, he had to give his. His daddy didn't work his magic for him. Yeah. Okay, and 
then on the flip side, them Fonda children, like, okay, oh, yeah. Henry Fonda, mm-hmm. right? Jane Fonda and and Peter Fonda, they got theirs on their own too. Yeah, that's and, it's and so did and so did and so did <clears throat> his, uh, uh, Henry Fonda's grandchild, uh, Bridget Fonda. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what they I'm got saying. All this stuff on their own. That's and that's what I'm saying. Some of them will not pull strings. Some of them will. You got a balance of both. All like, of them. Uh, them Wilson brothers. Yeah. Luke Absolutely. and Owen. And the yep. other brother Andrew. Andrew, yep. Right. right. It I mean they do it. So my thing Michael is Michael Douglas. Yeah. Kirk <laughs> Douglas, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas had to get his on his own. Yeah. The the Baldwin kids. All the Steven. Yeah. Alec. Well, they, Alec got trouble now. Alec got trouble now, but what okay, okay. Hold on. Why did Alec Baldwin? I see people talk too much. Alec Baldwin, you know they 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 bring the, he he in court he in court now for that uh, shooting that happened they on the on cast. Yeah, on the own, yeah, yeah. And they really they really bringing him in. Like, you know, they really like okay. They yeah, they really they really really reeling him in. And the problem the problem the problem is. So the problem is. You know, back in 2021, he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. He he went on one of those interview shows. Yeah, he he was saying, and this happened, and this happened, and then this and then he fell apart, fell this, apart in front of the camera. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that's coming back to bite him in the butt. It was a lawyer on the TV saying, "This is why lawyers and attorneys tell tell their clients not to talk." Yeah, because I mean, now it's biting him in the booty. You you shouldn't talk, but I think the reason that he did talk was because the dude was remorseful, even though I don't know. But even though if he didn't put the bullet in the gun, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not done by the actor; that's done by the guy who runs all the props, or the female who runs all the props on the show they make they are supposed to make sure that when you're using weapons that blanks are in the gun the same thing happened to bruce lee yeah same the same thing and didn't his son die the same way brandon lee same way and he's ledger too right yeah yeah is that how he's ledger died yeah yeah i think it is how he's ledger died but that dude was ew. You know what? You might want to check on joke? that. Yeah, huh? I know the Joker, but you know, you might want to check on that because I thought it was, it was either that or a drug overdose. Because he was. Who was the doc guy that died playing Russian roulette with the gun? Because he thought it was a prop gun, and it was something about the compression of the air or something. I thought that was. Him. I don't know. That's why I say you might have to check. Because, but I tell you, when they found Keith Ledger to play the Joker. They couldn't have did anybody cast anybody for that part <laughs> between him and uh the original Joker. What's my boy name? Uh, the played in the Shining. What's his name? Oh, he ain't the original Joker. No, I mean the the the, the one that the the twenty first century Joker. You know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, 
Okay. I can't think of his name, but the dude that played in the shiny, you couldn't them two, them were the best two jokers. Yeah. They were the best you two talking about Jack, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, that's it. That yeah. boy, he played the Joker in Batman when they started doing the Batman to the T. <laughs> and yeah. when Keith Ledger came along, that dude was so insane. He topped, he topped Jack Nicholson. I was like, oh, this boy is crazy for real. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was just, that was just too natural. I was like, this dude is nuts for real. <laughs> it's like, dude. Okay, so let's go to Florida. Oh, the Everglades. Fly like hurricanes on the Everglades. Okay, y'all. Okay, so I'm gonna tell y'all something. Remember? Oh well, y'all probably don't. Y'all probably not old enough to remember. But there was a time where we used to, where we used to have to just dial. Uh, we used to dial. We used to dial either zero for the operator, and then have them connect us to the police station, or we had to actually call the police station phone number. The, we had to actually call the fire station phone number. I still remember the fire station phone number. Yeah. Nah, I, I told you we had a song about that. I, I ain't gonna sing it again. I don't know nothing about that. Okay. I'm I in the age of technology, shoot. When, when you dial 911, it connects. <laughs> Unless you they didn't have they didn't have dial nine one one back that's then. That's that, and that's what I'm saying. We okay. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't that that's 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 before my time. Two two seven two three two three. See see no. That, that, that's the that's the fire department number. See, and that was before we had to actually use the area codes. We used mm. to didn't have to use the area codes. Yeah, see, we used to got so big that you know when we got a second area code when we got. Mm. When we got the second area code, that's when we had to start using the area code. Mm, yes. We usually didn't have to use the area code. So, so back then, you know, mm-hmm. the fire department used to go out to the schools. I think they still do, but they would go out to the schools and teach you about stop, drop, and roll, and all this other kind of stuff. And um, they do. Huh? I don't think that's on their agenda anymore. I don't think they do that. I I barely see uh, dare anymore in schools. No, they on the corner. <laughs> dare to be on the corner. Yeah, be on the corner. That's another story, though. Listen, so listen, okay. So that's how I learned the fire station song. I mean, the phone number, mm. police station phone number. I just knew, but the fire station when they had a song, they. But anyway, now it's nine one one. Yeah. Okay, so now like it's a thing if you dial nine one one and you don't really have an emergency, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you tying up the line for people that's you know getting kidnapped and it don't really matter because they don't show up to nothing anyway. It don't. It, it, I think you should call the police every time you feel like it because they don't show up to well, nothing. Okay, so in Florida, <laughs> they, had, they had a woman that got arrested. She got arrested for calling the police more than 12,000 times. <laughs> she had a lot of emergencies. 
she called him 12,000 times in one year. <clears throat> she, I, I thought she called him 12,000 times in one day. I was just like, whoo, she had a lot going on. <laughs> she still had a lot going on calling him 12,000 times in a year. I, I'm just, what was she calling for? What was she calling for? So she's 51 years old. Okay, I say it better. 51. She harasses, belittles, swears at, argues with anyone who takes her calls to the St. Petersburg Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is one of my new friends. She does not like the authorities. <laughs> it seems to me like she doesn't care for the police. <laughs> they say that they estimated that her calls accounted for 10% of the incoming phone call tra- traffic. Listen, listen, listen. At the St. Petersburg Police Department in 2022. Listen. Now, 2022 is not even over yet. Listen, listen. If if they getting her calls all the time, and that's a place that doesn't, I ain't even going to say what I want to say. It might be one of them places that it ain't a lot of us in, but you know, St. Petersburg, Florida, if that's a place where they don't get a lot of calls, well, they need to get that many calls to keep them active. You never know <laughs> Okay, listen. (laughs) One day she called 512 times in a 24-hour span. Good job. Delivering vulgar, threatening, or obscene messages. Good job. (laughs) Good job. Good job. Good job. Very good job. You got to keep the police on their toes because, you know, know, police used to be called flatfoots. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they they didn't do a whole lot of running because they couldn't. <laughs> so you got to keep them on their toes. Good job. Keep up the good work. Why you saying keep up the good work? Dude? Good. They trying to they trying to take care of the people that's really are they have an emergency? Are they? Are are they? Which which people? Which with ethnicity are we talking about? She black. No 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 no. Which ethnicity are we talking about the police are trying to help? <laughs> they say she doesn't call to ask for any police services. She just calls to harass, to cuss, and just degrade the call takers. Good job. Very good job. It sounds like a it sounds like a walk in the park with most black people with police, with white police, when they just going about their everyday business and they just want to harass them and bother them and put your knee on Negroes' necks and kill them. So good job. She calling from home, <laughs> harassing them when they show up to your home and harass you. Okay, so this is what she said. She said, so so basically, they warned her first. They warned her first that it would lead it, you know, result in prosecution. And then they arrested her earlier this summer, but now she out on bond. And she going to continue to harass the police? Look, she did, because <laughs> look, <laughs> look, as soon, look, as soon as she received the affidavit telling them to arrest her, 
because she loves playing this game. When the police arrived, she reportedly refused to open the door. She was charged with three misdemeanors for abusing the 911 system and for making harassing phone calls. Okay, so, so three so, misdemeanors. So, so you abusing the 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 nine one one call. Okay, what about the case where the 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 woman or man? I was, I, I don't remember exactly who it was. Called in and had an emergency, but the nine one one operator didn't pay it no attention, and I think that person wound up dead. So what about them? Because they was just like, oh, no, we ain't we ain't coming for that. It, that's not an emergency. Huh? Well, so little boy to cry wolf. No, but that lady, that lady, a man wound up dead because they wouldn't respond because of the operator taking the call, which, if I'm for sure, was a white operator. I, yeah, we did that story. Yeah, I know we did. And that's what I'm saying. So you you talking about somebody calling in, but you you supposed to respond to everything like it's an emergency. So that 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 operator, you know what I'm saying, blew it off. And now that person's no longer with us because the operator blew it off. Now, how are you gonna tell me what type of emergency I'm having? Are you serious? Nah, nah. Hey, <clears throat> defund the police. Let the world go to the wild, wild west and everybody govern themselves and the survival of the fittest will survive. <laughs> now, that's what I say. Because yeah, Nine one one, you know, <laughs> you know, like somebody said a joke. I'm, I'm, I'm saying a joke. Somebody said that he used to know when the police used to say serve and protect. My man said, "Y'all need to take that off y'all cars." <laughs> so, according to the 2020 census, uh, the population of St. Petersburg, Florida is 258,308. It is the fifth most populous city in Florida and the second largest city in the Tampa Bay area after Tampa. Mm. So yeah. who, 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 who lives there the most? I, 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 that's why I already pulled it up because I knew you was going there. I wasn't going to go. I was I trying to restrain myself. And not, no, you weren't. No, yes, you I was. I was trying to pull back on the reins and not say. <laughs> yeah. No, uh-uh. uh-uh. I promise you, I was like, I, I was going to let that pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't go. No, you wouldn't go. This too shall pass. I was trying to let it pass. I was. I promise you, I was, I was just trying. All right. So. Y'all know what my stand is. Y'all know where my stands is. In a city like St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg, it ain't going to be a lot of us. But go ahead. Since we got the statistics up, go ahead. I'm ready. 
23.9% African-American. How many? That's that's not a bad number. How many? That's a, that's a great number. No, 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 no. What was the number? I missed the number. 23.9%. Uh-uh. That ain't a great number, depending on how big the city is. Uh-uh. 244,769 as of... Uh, that ain't no great number. That means it's not. It's not. That's 2010. In 2020, it was 258,308. Yeah, that ain't a great number. Not net, not net large of a city. So, including white Hispanic, the Caucasian number is 68.7%. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once again. <laughs> Outruling statistics <laughs> and city population. Okay. Listen, in a, in a city like St. Petersburg, it's loud most like Gettysburg. It's not going to be a lot of nigger birds. <laughs> <laughs> it just ain't going to be a lot of us in them places. No, man. No, 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 no. So, we, we can, okay, y'all. You see when I get, how I get like this, y'all notice when I get like this, I start using Ebonics. Because I I was, I was supposed to say, I was supposed to say, what's going on over to, and I said, we finna go to. What is Ebonics? It's an urban language. Is it? Anyway. That's right. Some, some, so some let me tell y'all, tell y'all this. Oh, this must Texas, be a struggle. Texas, our Texas, all hell the mighty. Stay. Listen, <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to be a key. I'm sorry, I wasn't a key. But, but listen, <sighs> Texas schools added again. The stu- school districts added again. Is this about so, involuntary relocation, which AKA so, breaks down to? Slavery? So you remember the area where Mr. Whitfield? Yes. In Beloved the Dallas Fort Worth area, yes. the Dallas mm-hmm. Metroplex area. Okay, mm-hmm. so Fort Worth mm-hmm. is right like Dallas. Okay, so a Fort Worth school district in the suburbs of Fort Worth. <sighs> they demanded that an illustrated version of the Diary of Anne Frank, as well as the Bible, and dozens of other titles, be removed from its shelves and digital catalogs. Nah, nah, here we go. We're just gonna ban all the books here, Texas. <laughs> we just gonna have a bunch of dumb redneck. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. If you remember, in the 40s, Adolf Hitler was marching, and the first thing he did was confiscated all the books and burn them. Go back and check your history. Oh, okay. you can't do that. <laughs> you, 
You can't do that in Texas. You ain't got social studies. You ain't got social studies in Texas. You ain't got social studies. You can't do that. So this is, uh, somebody came up with an illustrated novel. It's the retelling of the famous diary. Okay. So it's it's Anne Frank's diary, the graphic adaptation. I have never read that. Have you read that? Yeah, so when I was in school, we could read books, and that was on that was that was on the reading list. That was on the reading list in the English class. Okay, the Diary of Anne Frank, because we did appreciate all cultures. Right, we taught all cultures, even though they didn't like some cultures. I get it. We 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 emphasized the understanding of cultures. So I so I grew up understanding my culture, but I also understood. Anglo-Saxon culture, and I understood uh, different religious cultures like Judaism, and so we read all these different things. We right. learned about the Holocaust. We learned about okay. <sighs> so this is the killer, y'all. I'm putting them on blast. Y'all know I'm gonna put them on blast, like I put a uh, Colafield on blast. Okay, this is the killer. School district, the Keller Independent School District in Keller, Texas, just outside Fort Worth. It's a suburb of Fort Worth. The executive, the district executive named Jennifer Price, I'm putting on blast. Jennifer Price requested the removal of the book and others in an email. Here's here's a quote. By the end of today, I'll need all books pulled from the library and classrooms. She she happens to be Keller ISD's executive director of curriculum and instruction. And she wrote this email, right? Mm -hmm. So. You had some, it always starts with these conservative activist parents, right? Remember the lady we told y'all about? She was in the Texas, in the Houston, uh, in the HISD uh, board meeting, and her son had read a book by April Hope Perez. Uh-huh. Okay. So the act, conservative active parent, activist parents and the school board members challenged the content of the books. Mm-hmm. They say that the book depicts LGBTQ community and perceived links to crit- critical race theory. So we're going to ban all the books because it's critical race theory. So In, anything that we anything that was going to teach some children about any other t- culture, we're going to call it critical race theory. So now we don't want them to know about the Holocaust and the LGBTQ community. Uh Uh-oh. So you got one of the parents in that school district who said it's disgusting, it's devastating, it's legitimate book banning. There's no way around it. I feel bad for the teachers and the librarians. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So the parents have been, they've been kind of challenging it. But the school board's not listening yet. That's crazy. She say, when we heard that the diary of Anne Frank was one of the books, they she say she and another group of parents thought it was a joke. <laughs> so, so like I say, once again, they, look, the complaint against the book was that it should not be read without parent supervision. Then we have, then we have a. Uh, Another white woman marching to the courtroom and demand that a book be taken. Listen, I'm just telling y'all. Down that, book, that book is that book is high level because 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 it's the same age of whatever age Anne Frank was when she wrote the diary. So it's like high level elementary, like sixth grade. If you you know, if like you still have sixth grade in your elementary. Then it's like sixth grade or you know low level middle school. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because that's how old she was when she wrote the diary. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but there are a lot of things that I supervised for my children when they were that age. But some things they need to learn. I'm sorry. You need to read the book. It's, it's, it's set up. It's, it's part of your lesson for your teacher. You read the book. It's something you don't understand. Come and ask me. I'm here. I'm your parent. But you need to get out of it what your teacher trying to teach you. You mean to tell me I'm going to sit up and read every book my child reads? Right. Not at all. When we when When my kids were younger, we all were reading at the same time. We were all reading different books because we all had reading time at the same time. We all had family game night at the same time. Like we read, if it was reading time, we was all reading. Reading, right. That's when that that's when families were families. I don't know what y'all I, got now. This I, this I, <laughs> I, re- I mean, I re- my son I re- actually read Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, and that's a and that's a great out. That's a great book. That's a great okay. book. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna supervise my kids and, and what their intake is, but to sit up while they're reading this book for school for their homework and I'm gonna sit there. No, you're not gonna do that. Well, the woman that marched into the to the to the courtroom, she <laughs> only read one page. Out of the book. It wasn't a courtroom. It was a Texas school board. I mean, a Houston school. I mean, that's just like a courtroom. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. just like a courtroom. I don't know, y'all. We banning books in Texas, light, left, and right. We. <clears throat> I don't know what this election in November third is gonna bring. I don't know. I I don't. Mm. More, more time foolery is what it's gonna bring, you know. Look, and wait okay, till let's, Orange Hair Man get back wait in. Let, let's talk about let's talk about Texas a little bit longer. I'm sorry, y'all, but it's just too much craziness going on in Texas. Preach on it, Reverend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about what's going. Listen, 
So you remember several, several months ago when he first said it, our governor, Greg Abbott, when he first said he was going to bust, <laughs> you know, the whole nation was upset about the wall. And this was a couple of months ago, remember? The whole uh-huh. nation was upset about the wall and, 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 and turning them back and all this kind of stuff, right? And our governor said he was going to bust the people to other states and they can handle, they could be some other states' problems since they want to talk so much, right? Remember he said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me why he started busting them. He done sent two busloads to New York. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, it's not funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's involuntary relocation. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to go and they went anyway. <laughs> yes, it is. See, see how it's coming back to bite you already. See, and Texas is the long star state. That is the only state in the country that does what it wants to do by its own law. The Next only scene from the na- we're gonna see from the man. I'm I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the white people off though with this one. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> hey, y'all didn't fare so well with that one. <laughs> Remember the Alamo. <laughs> That's all I'm <laughs> Remember the Alamo. <laughs> you better remember the Alamo. <laughs> Y'all in front so well. Look, the mayor up there in New York, he is just living. I bet he is. He got some new (laughs) citizens that he didn't call for. I guess that's Greg Abbott's point. Y'all listen, y'all have heard me say many times that this this border problem, I I I I have a problem with the border problem, right? (laughs) I don't have a problem with 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 people coming here. I do have a problem with them coming illegally. Right? I, I understand they running from governments and, and danger and violence and all that, but I, I just have a problem with them coming illegally. Well, well, I don't I don't know that I don't know that that spending taxpayer dollars to bust them is the answer to a different place. Well, I don't know if that's the answer. Well, I'm kind of I mean, torn with that. I'm kind of I mean, torn with that because I, mean, I see where he's going with that. Because they're here, they're in Texas. Like we, like what we gonna do with them? So here, take Let's half. Half. <laughs> Here's your percentage. They're on the way. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is the issue. I think the government should shut down all borders. And they can do that. They don't want to do that because it earns them money and later it earns them votes. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. This that's just like saying stop drugs from coming into the country. You can do that because doesn't there are not any black people who float boats or fly planes 
with contraband in it. None. Uh, uh, I don't think that's true. Okay. Oh, okay. You you might not think it's true. Don't make it not true. They they do not run like cartels. They're not now. If you're talking about mixed people, so you're saying so you're saying I'm that saying, there aren't any that are the head of the cartels. Exactly. I don't. You you can think that. You can you can think that. So let me tell you where my mind is. I don't know that I'm necessarily disagreeing with you. However, what I'm saying is, I I just I just don't want to underestimate black people because I was watching this uh I was watching this the other day um a a documentary. I want to say his name was something Matthews or something like that. Yeah. And it's a black I know guy. Who, I know who you like, talking about. Ran under the radar for a super long day. Like they still have not found that dude. I know who you talking he about. Ran about. off with his he, girlfriend, left his wife. He was from Detroit. It's like even all his some of his friends went down behind like they went to jail and served time behind mm-hmm. you know, the but stuff this- that went down. But like they never found him. Frank Lucas, Frank Lucas was one of the only in his era. That's the same time as Nikki Barnes. And this guy was at that same time. They and, knew Nikki Barnes, they knew Frank Lucas, but right. they had no clue about this guy. Right. Because he was out of Detroit. I know who you're talking about. They had so, no clue that this so, guy was running the stuff the way he was running it and they right. talked about how he ran it like it was a fortune 500 company and he did, like, and he oh, did. i mean and he ran under the radar the only reason why he came up with something very obscure like somebody either died, like just kind of mentioned his name in passing or something or like it was a real obscure reason why he came out of the radar, out into the radar. Right. So, so had that one little minuscule thing never happened, he wouldn't have been even known. He never would have been known. So, when I say running, uh, and his wife, they figured out the reason why they came after her was because she stayed at home. She was, you know, the typical, you know, housewife at home with mm-hmm. the kids in a nice neighborhood. He lived actually across the street from a. Italian mafioso, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like big, big time yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I'm saying. When and I think that might have been that might have had something to do with it. Was that he moved in right across the street right. from this dude? Right, because they didn't like out. each other. Yeah. They, well, they <laughs> were trying to figure out. They was like, "Who is this dude? This who mafioso? is this dude? Right. So because, like, who is this dude? Because we all understand that at that time Italians didn't mess with black people on no level. They didn't, they didn't jam with them on no level. The reason, the reason Frank Lucas was one where he got into one of the Italian families is because he took over somebody else's business and was so productive with it that they couldn't go around them. 
because he was the first black that actually flew to, to uh, I think it was Beijing, China, and actually imported opium straight from the dealer, from, from, the, from the farm itself. The first. He used to fly drugs back in military caskets. That's how productive he was like, he, we know them bodies coming back so we can get the drugs back with them bodies. That's and see, that's what I'm saying. Like when you see a person that owns boats and planes, they're usually doing that type of work. They're usually not black. They might be close to black, like Colombian dark skinned or something, but they're not black. So you don't see a whole bunch of blacks that owns boats and planes that's doing that type of work. Not saying that they're not running under a different name or under somebody of, of another color, but for them to be seen, that's not what's happening. <laughs> well, I think this guy, him and the, um, the Italian guy started getting into like different types of little one-ups. Like if the Italian guy bought a Cadillac, then this guy bought one. Mm-hmm. Just to prove that he could do it. He could do it. Right. Right. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. The only the only way Frank the, the reason Frank Lucas got caught is because he did something that he wasn't supposed to do. He came out to a boxing match with a fur coat on and had ringside seats. That's yeah. it was that was like at that time, no. No, 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 no. You had to be a drug dealer at that time to pull ringside seats to a match like that and you're wearing a fur coat. That's a sign. That's they was like, well, who is this black guy that's he's the only black sitting next to one of the Italian families? Who is this guy sitting next to them? That's what made them start looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> They say that his wife, they say that his wife was like the accountant. Uh-huh. Even though she was being the, you know, the homemaker, she was she she was like running all the money, the numbers of the money. <laughs> and that's why they spoke to her. I don't think she served any time, but because they couldn't prove it. But yeah, some she, of his soldiers spent yeah. time, and, but he yeah, was and, gone with his girlfriend because he always kept a girlfriend. And with his latest girlfriend, he he they still ain't found him. I mean, but that's like that's like when you when you talk about cats like that, that's like Noriega. Everybody know Noriega to be a, a a military dude, but Noriega was one of the biggest drug dealers of South America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This dude was running drugs all over the place. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like they couldn't catch him. Like Noriega was the 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 person before El Chapo. If you think El Chapo was bad in the time that we we lived in right now, Noriega was ten times as worse. You know what I'm saying? But people don't know Noriega 
for 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 that. They know him as a military dude. But Noriega was one of the biggest drug dealers in the world. So, I mean, you you think about that. You go back and just look at stuff about Noriega. You're like, man, this dude had his hands into everything you can think of. You know what I'm saying? And most people are like that. When she talk about, like, people from dictatorships like uh, Saddam, you know what I'm saying? Saddam was a military dude, but Saddam had his hands in some of everything underground. You know what I'm saying? So you can't you you can't just equate. Oh, he he's the leader, the president of this country, and he not know about all the other stuff that's going on. That's crazy. Now, so you know about it. The government knows about it, but because they make so much revenue on it, they don't want they they don't want to stop that money because. For for people who do not know, the country is built on two things. The United States is built on conspiracies, literally. And then the second thing that they are built on, they're built on the funds of drugs. More drugs come in from Colombia, funding the government more than any other corporation in the United States. So we can keep that in Texas, but we can't keep the illegal aliens. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> and you can't keep social studies, but we're going to keep drugs. <laughs> we're going to keep abolishing rape. <laughs> we gonna, what, what do you say? We're going to... Elimin- we, eliminate? No, eradicate. 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 That was the word. Rape. You know, we're going to... That still I, hasn't happened. I, I want to... Eradicate, right? You would have to know every criminal. This is our right. governor. This who, and this is who we did. We just keep voting for this man. Yeah, you know, you know, what's the senator of uh, Texas name? He he out the news. We had a problem with him. Oh, don't bring him up. <laughs> We're not gonna we not gonna talk him up. You talking about you talking about Fled Cruz? Yeah, yeah, he showed Fled, didn't he? Like, hey, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> It's too cold for me right now. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. Dude. I gotta go to Cancun. I gotta go to Cancun. Man, this dude, that these cats is crazy, man. So I mean, I don't know, like, but like, if if when I when I say that about the drug cartels, there is there is far few in between black cartels. I mean, really black cartels. If there is five, it would shock me. Because usually when people get that powerful, the government, especially if you're black, they don't they don't let you stay around long. Yeah. But them yeah. Colombians, them Hispanics, oh yeah, it's a lot of them. It's a whole well, they gonna be in a they gonna be in a New York neighborhood near you soon. Now, well, you know what? If they coming <laughs> up through Texas border, they will be in the New York neighborhood near you soon. Just look out. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you some people that you really don't want to bother with. Like if you go down to Florida and then go over to Miami, which is the bottom city of Florida, and then slide over into the ocean right there a couple of hundred miles away, maybe Haiti. Them boys, them boys that come in there. Now they have they have cartels and they are you you think you coming think, to a coming to a New York neighborhood soon. <laughs> you think Colombians are bad? You ain't met a Haitian 
If you, I'm gonna take it like this. I got a partner who uh, went to truck driving school with me, and um, I seen a tattoo on him, and he had a tattoo of a wolf on his neck. I was like, man, what you get that tattoo for? He was like, lone wolf. You know what I'm saying? And what he was saying is he was a part of uh, an organization out of Haiti, which is a, uh, <clears throat> which is like a syndicate they they just them do you say man if you see some cats with that tattoo you say i don't do that no more but he say if you see some cats with that tattoo leave them alone <laughs> you say them dudes do not play no well, games. Just, and if you didn't you didn't say any if you didn't say any movies with haitians in them when they was when they would be wilding out and going crazy oh they don't play they ain't got uh, no words. report on the coup they had last last year the who the coup they had last year. We just talked about that where they killed the uh, president. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Anyway. We gotta go. Yeah, we do gotta go. We got things to do. Yeah. So take us out. Y'all need to like, subscribe, and follow. Like, subscribe, and follow. Subscribe, and follow. Listen, we we are, I'm not going to name them all because there's too many now. Man, listen, we on every platform. She's taking too long and we she know we got to go. We on every platform. See, this is why I be saying punch, punch him in the throat. <laughs> if you can spell insane rhetoric. <laughs> if you can spell insane rhetoric. Because he knew he wanted to close his eyes so and I gave let him say... You see how he goes. You said you gotta go somewhere. You say you gotta go somewhere, and I gotta go somewhere. And you say I'm not gonna tell you how many platforms we own. I'm like, what you doing? Come on, tell the platforms. (laughs) You must, you must want to do this for thirty more minutes. We got thirty more minutes. How many minutes you got? You got thirty more minutes. You got to be gone today. So, so you gonna close us out? Close us out. Close out. Come on, Cletus. <laughs> so now she go. Now she gonna go ahead and do the hush hush deal. So okay. So we on every platform. Listen, you need I'm to like, subscribe, we get off and the follow. Air, right? huh? I already know he gonna get it when we get off the air. I, okay. Listen, I'm listen, glad y'all know. Listen, listen. You need to like, subscribe, and follow. Once again, this is insane rhetoric. <laughs> She's silly. This is insane rhetoric. You can check us out on IG. You can check us out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, every platform. Hey, and just remember the joy that ride that is insane rhetoric. We out, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. That's why he gonna get it when we leave, y'all. That's okay. He gonna get it. Thank you for joining us on this free fall Friday. Come back and join us again next week on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, don't forget to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. <laughs>